0: Good evening, and welcome to Beware of Spoilers. I am Adam, now leaving an early screening of Haunted Mansion, or The Haunted Mansion, uh, the new Disney movie based on an amusement park ride. And in the grand scheme of things, um, there are quite a few of these that are not good, Um, these, these amusement park ride movies. And let's talk a little bit about why these exist. Um, back when Disneyland and Disney World were being built, um, it was a separate company, not under the Walt Disney Company, that was doing it, and as such, they were licensing characters from the Walt Disney Company. So, while they did have characters and costumes in the park, you guys blew a stop sign, um, while they did have characters and costumes in the park, to license the amusement park rides was a little bit more expensive. So, when Disney World first opened, you ended up with a lot of amusement park attractions that were more generic. The Haunted Mansion, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, um, Jungle Cruise, which was loosely based on the African Queen, um, Big Thunder Mountain, Space Mountain, things like that, that were designed to be kind of generic um, because then you don't have to pay a licensing fee. And then later on, eventually, they stopped doing that and started getting together. um, And we are where we are today. The problem is in... America, we have this, you know, deep knowledge and understanding of what these amusement park attractions are. We know what Pirates of the Caribbean is. We know what Big Thunder Mountain is. We know what the Haunted Mansion is. Um, so for American park goers, that makes sense. When Disney tries to move these abroad and take these same attractions and bring them to, um, bring them to Euro Disney, bring them to Tokyo Disneyland, bring them to, you know, any number of other places. Um, that's where the issue comes in, because they don't have that same attachment, um, to these, what's it called, to these rides. So, what do you do? You either rebrand them, as they've done in some cases, like, Space Mountain and Euro Disney is themed to look like Star Wars, um, it's hyperspace Mountain, it used to be from the, uh, like, from the Earth to the Moon, the, uh, not from the Earth to the Moon, um, A Trip to the Moon. The silent film from 1919, I think, um, that was what it originally was, and then it got redone as Star Wars, but what you end up with is the other alternative, which we've had a lot of recently, is these things designed to mimic, these movies that are designed to sell the, the, the parks, um, so we end up with Jungle Cruise, we end up with Pirates of the Caribbean, we end up with the first time they tried Haunted Mansion, and I think to a lesser extent, we can say that it also includes, um, Tower of Terror, um, which I believe Steve Gutenberg was in in, I think, 98, maybe I'm wrong on that, but either way, so we have all of these things, you know, kind of happening, and, um, the latest one is this Haunted Mansion adaptation, and... I have to say, I I went into this expecting very little because I did not particularly care for Jungle Cruise. Um, I did not particularly care for um, what was it? What was the other one? I didn't particularly care for um, and some of the more modern pirates movies, like the last two specifically. Didn't particularly like those, and then there is um, the original. You know, Haunted Mansion was not very good. The one from 2003 with Eddie Murphy. Uh, not a great movie. Um, so, as I'm, you know, as we're gearing up for this, I'm I'm going to it with low expectations. And I think the movie is not as bad as I thought it was. I would say it's better than Jungle Cruise, which puts it at, like, just below the Pirates of the Caribbean original trilogy for me. Um... So it's not a terrible movie. I mean, and and I think that there is a lot of great comedic moments that work. And the movie's not afraid to lean into them. There are a lot of comedic moments that don't work. That are just kind of, that they hang on to long and it's like, alright, whatever. The movie is a little long. You have a family comedy horror movie. And any one of those genres, if the movie goes over an hour and a half, you need to have a compelling reason to... Um, and especially if you're going to do all three of them, you need to have a compelling reason, and this movie does not. Um, it's two hours, and you could, there's about a half hour you can cut from this movie, um, without issue. Um, I, I think that the, like, the cast is great. I love the chemistry with the cast. I think that, um, you know, it, it takes a little warming up, but I think that, uh, Rosario Dawson and McKeith Stanfield, uh, Stanfield, um, are great Um, and they break chemistry together. Um, I think that, uh, if you, if you look at, um, like, Tiffany Haddish is great in her role. Um, Owen Wilson is fantastic. Um, the kid, whose name I don't know, he's also really good. Um, so it's not like we're looking at a movie where it's, like, all 100% terrible. Like, there's a lot of good in the movie. There is some not-so-great stuff. I'm not particularly fond of the stakes of the movie, Um, It simultaneously feels way too big and way too not well explained. Um, There's a lot of lore that kind of dump on you that's just kind of confusing and contradictory. And I'm not 100% certain why they needed to have it be this complex. Where it's like, okay, there are, you know, he needs to have a thousand souls in the house to to do something. Like, I'm not entirely sure what that is. um, Because it's not quite laid out. Like, what is the, the bad if the Hatbox Ghost es- escapes, they don't really give you a good explanation as to why they need to go to such great lengths to keep the, cat- the Hatbox Ghost contained, um, besides the fact that one of them will die, either the kid or, I mean, and spoilers, as in the title of the show, um, like, either the kid or, 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 um, what's his name, Lakeith Staffield has to die, um, for, you know, for him to achieve his mission, and I, I guess kind of, like, I, I don't quite understand, like, what, what is his goal? Is his goal just to leave and then do what? Like, haunt the rest of the world? Um, it's not really clear. Um, I would have preferred that they didn't announce in advance that Madame Leota was going to be played by Jamie Lee Curtis. Because they, they do a great job of setting up in the movie... Um, that it is gonna be someone big in that role, and then it's like, well, we know that, we know who she's playing, because she's in the opening credits, and she's in all the marketing, like, we know who she's, like, we know she's here, so, like, that, that felt a little bit like a, a missed opportunity, um, and again, that's a, you know, probably a, a, a thing with the Screen Actors Guild, where she had to get a, you know, ha- have her credit in the beginning, which, which would have spoiled it anyway, so at that point, why not market it, um... So, yeah, there, there are some things that when you watch the movie, you're like, it's just kind of weird. Um, that said, there's a great undercurrent in this movie where it's like, we always like talk about movies being political, uh, quote-unquote. And, and this movie crosses into that. I mean, it's Justin Simeon who did Dear White People. Um, so I went into it expecting it to be one of those movies where it's like, look, the Haunted Mansion is a weird situation because it is a haunted mansion. And where do you get these mansions that are this old in America— Planta- it's very clearly a plantation um, that is haunted. And I was like, oh, it's going to play into that. And it doesn't, sur- like, not, I want to say surprisingly, but, like, you know, oh, like it's, it, it doesn't play into that. What it does play into is that the hatbox ghost is very clearly Trump. I mean, it's one of those things where it's, like, it starts out and it's, like, so it's, like, in life, he was someone named Alistair Crump. And I'm like, uh, all right, I just, like... And my first thought is, oh, it's it's Alastair like Crowley, and then Crump just because it's funny to have that, and it's you know it's a family movie, so oh, that 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 that'll play, and and then it's like you know they go, it's like he was a real estate tycoon, um, and then it's like as they go to his house and they go on the tour, it's like he had to sit higher than everyone else in the room, so he was at the top of and, and everyone else was there, and then it's like this is his third wife, and then the thing that killed me, and I was dying laughing, is they, they show a painting on the wall, and the woman, the door guy's like, this is his third wife, at the time this painting was taken, it was his, she was his mistress, his second wife found out when they put the, uh, what's it called, when they put the, the painting up in the house, and I'm like, oh my god, it's so clear, and there's a, a quote underneath it, and it's like, I like men who can't wit- read, and women who can't read too, and it's like, oh, okay, now it's all on front street as to what this is. And then when you get to the third act, and you get the explanation um, by Owen Wilson to the ghost, like, look, he he doesn't care about you. He's acting like he cares about you, but he doesn't. He's just using you to his own ends. Um, and I think it's a a it, it's a veiled January 6th thing, and I think that they handle it reasonably well, all things considered. But I genuinely hope Ben Shapiro goes and sees this movie, because I cannot wait to see The Meltdown if he does. Uh, considering if Barbie set him off, this movie's gonna make him go fucking thermonuclear. Um, yeah, I, I just, it, I think that that worked reasonably well, and, th- and the thing is, too, it's like, it's not, it, it's, it's subtle enough where it's like, it's something where, it's like, if you're familiar with the mythos, or, like, especially if you're, like, like, if you, if you know all of that, you're gonna be like, oh, I get what they're doing here, um, but it, it, if you don't, like, if you don't know all of that, it, it'll probably go over your head, it, um, which I think is, you know, just subtle enough where it works, um, and it's like, I think that, like, that, that's probably why they call him Crump more is that it's like, oh, it's designed to, if you don't get it, this is gonna be more, extre- this is gonna put you on there more, more explicitly, um. And the thing is, too, it's, like, Jared Leto doesn't play him like Trump either, which is kind of the thing that, like, also sets it apart, where, like, if you if they omit all of that, you wouldn't think it was meant to be a Trump analog because Jared Leto plays him like, a, like Jared Leto. Um, so it, it is just a, that kind of thing where it's, like, it, it does... It works enough. Um, and, and I think that that's an interesting approach to go with. Um, and... It, it's played as a joke, and then when they get to that thing at the end where it's like he's just using you, then it gets some resonance. Um, and I think that that does work. Um, but besides that, the movie is an exploration of grief. It is about, you know, this guy who's, you know, dealing with the death of his wife. And and I think that that's the only other issue I have with the movie is that there's no frame of reference for how long this takes place over or how long it is between him meeting his wife And then his wife dying... And then him giving up on everything... Like... There are so many things that it's like... How long has it been? What's going on here? And it's like... It's framed in such a weird way... Where it's like... He meets the wife... Then it cuts to him... In the present... And he is... Drinking... And it's like... Oh, they broke up... And I think the thing is too... It's like when they talk about the... The... You know, the son... Because... Um... The son of Rosario Dawson... Rosario Dawson also had a, a death in the family... Um... And, and when she's talking about, like, you know, oh, he's talking to his dad, I'm like, did they, maybe I've just f- extrapolated it from how the movie's kind of laid out, but, like, do they say explicitly early on in the movie that the father's dead? Because it's, like, as soon as she said it, like, oh, she's talking, he's talking to, he talk, he says, to, oh, no, he says to, like, Stanfield Stanfield, like, Ben, he says to him, like, oh, I talked to my dad today. And I'm like, oh, the half box goes fucking with the kid too. But apparently that was meant to be a big reveal later on. I'm like, no, his dad's dead. And I'm like, oh, I thought that was just something that we all that was kind of established. I I guess not though. Um still, I mean, look, the effects are kind of iffy at times. Sometimes they work really good, sometimes they don't. And again, I think we need to get into this this thing with Disney and and, and their their reliance on CGI. And again, we can get into the semantics as to why Disney's are relying on CGI, and it's visual artists who work on CGI are not union, in the same way that production designers and, and, and all of them are covered by IOTC, and that's why we end up with these giant CGI clusterfucks, when you could have done a movie like this, that is kind of... that you could have relied a little bit more on practical effects. That said, um, some of the effects aren't, are great at times, and some of them are not so great. Um, on top of that, too, the story's a little flimsy and a little convoluted when it could have been a lot more straightforward. Because if it is just you have these people who are trapped in the house by this entity and, you know, and they have to figure out how to get this entity on, you don't need to turn it into this Earth-ending cataclysm, possibly at the end, that ambiguously may or may not be. And also, what's the point of the second mansion? I'm not entirely sure what the second where the second mansion comes into this. It, like... We're not playing Luigi's Mansion. I'm not 100% certain as to where that came from. But whatever. It's a thing. Um, there, there, There's a lot, you know, that works. But, but the thing is, I don't think this is a movie you need to rush out to theaters to see immediately. Um, I saw it in Dolby. Because um, they were doing this preview event in Dolby. Um, so I can say that, you know, I don't think that I would have missed anything watching it at home when it came out um, or watching it on a lesser screen um, which is probably where this is going to be mostly because I think Barbie loses its premium or it splits its premium um, with uh, what's it called with 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 Haunted Mansion but I'm not 100% certain on that Um, that would just make the most sense I don't think Nolan is giving up the IMAX after a week Um, but yeah I mean the movie's not terrible um, which is a lot to be said for this, I mean, because I really did not like Jungle Cruise, and I think that, aside from Pirates of the Caribbean, they, they don't have too much, you know, there, and the thing is, too, it's like, it didn't feel like there was a way to set this up for a sequel, it feels nice and self-contained, like, Jungle Cruise very clearly felt like they were trying to build a franchise, so it's got The Rock, it's Adam Emily Blunt, and it's like, these are marketable people, we want to make more of these, this movie doesn't feel like they're trying to be like, oh, let's do seven more of these down the line. Um, and it's like, I, I think this is a, a pretty, you know, solid summer movie. Um, it's not great. It's not terrible. By this time next week, I probably will have forgotten about it. Um, cause I will have seen T.J. Ninja Turtles by then, too. Um, and, I, yeah, and, and The Meg next week as well. So... Yeah, I probably... Will. And the thing is, too, let's just take a minute to commend Marvel's marketing, because tomorrow we're going to have some conversations on this about Secret Invasion and about how that was a letdown. But, like, knowing it was a letdown, and then I go to this, and it's a Disney event, so you end up with them only showing the trailers for Disney shit before that, where it's like, you know, they show last, uh, Next Call Wins, which looks pretty funny. They show, um, you know, Murder on... Uh, or a Haunting in Venice... They show um, Wish, which I I, I had never seen the Wish trailer before today. That movie looks like it could be something really good. And and I like that Disney looks like they're leaving their their standard style and at least adding something to their standard CGI style. Um, So it looks like it could be something different and unique. So I'm I'm here for that. Um, But they showed the Marvels. And... This is the first time I had seen this trailer for the Marvels before a movie. This is the most recent one. And goddamn, that trailer is just something else. Like, and and the thing is, too, it's like, I just watched, like, Secret Invasion. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not super gung-ho on Marvel right now. And it's like, but you know what? That trailer looks really good. Like, and we get to see uh, Kamala Khan on the big screen. I'm going to watch that movie, and I'm going to enjoy it, and, and that is the kind of thing where it's like, the marketing people at Marvel know what they're doing, Um, we're gonna get a Loki trailer at some point in the reasonably near future, too, because that comes out in October, um, but we will wrap up there for today, um, so like I said, four out of five, if you're gonna see it, maybe this is one of those half-price movie days, or a, um, what's it called, or or a, a matinee if you're off work and, and you have you know and you need something to do, that's probably the best way to watch this. I would say maybe don't splurge on on the Dolby, maybe don't splurge on on anything like that. Just you know, use it as a discount day. You know, it's that kind of movie. It's not it's not big and, and anything like that. It's it is serviceable, um, and it is a it's a pleasant two hours, um, even if it is a little long, um, but. Like I said, tomorrow morning we'll be back with Secret Invasion, the finale... And we'll give full thoughts on these Disney Plus shows... And why Marvel should probably try to pump the brakes on this... Um... And we have... There's another one coming up... up. We have... Um... Icarly, the finale this week, I think, as well... Um... I think it's the finale... I think they only do 10 episodes a season... Um... And then, uh... We're gonna do a catch-up on... Um... Strange New Worlds... And we're gonna do, uh... My Adventure of Superman... And we're going to do weekly episodes about Harley Quinn. If you want to hear my spoiler-free thoughts on the upcoming season of Harley Quinn, I did watch it all last night. Um, I marathoned through it and gave an episode about that. If you go, it's one right below this, one on the feed. Harley Quinn season four, spoiler free. Um, Check that out. Um, But until our next episode, have a great rest of your week.